That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. That's the sound of the police. That's the sound of the beast. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Uh, it's Dolphin Dive, uh, the podcast where we talk about video games, their cultural influences, and a bunch of other bullshit. I'm Cage, Jack Hugo. Oh, I go now? Uh, I'm Jack. Uh, I didn't get to research any conspiracies for this game, and it made me sad. I'm Jared. I am Antifa. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Do you want to go? No. I couldn't think of anything for this bit, but except to fuck it up, apparently. So. Uh, and I'd just like to say, before we get started, officer down. All right, today, if you can't tell already, we're playing the only copaganda game, I think, that I've ever played. Well, I, yeah, the only modern one, at least. Uh, Battlefield Hardline, a game about something. Uh, before we start, what were your guys' thoughts on the game before we uh, started playing? Jack? Uh, I fucking really loved Battlefield before uh, this game. <laughs> Uh, I played a lot of 2142, and I played a lot of Battlefield 3, and then I kind of fell off of the series because 4 looked like garbage, and uh, then Hardline came out, and I was like, oh, it's a game about cops. Cool. I'm not going to play that. And fast forward fucking five years, <laughs> and I'm and we playing are. this game. Jared? Uh, I never really played Battlefield games except for 1943 very briefly, and so when I heard there was a game in a series that I don't really like about cops i was like ah i'm never touching this and then i didn't touch it uh but i heard it was until, really funny until we got super fucked up playing this game in like eight yeah. hours in my room. played this game in one sitting with cage while Whoa. drinking a lot <laughs> and it was <laughs> fucking excellent i was just like <laughs> the entire so game stunting with the taser that might <laughs> Uh, coincide with you, I think, feeling the most positively about this game. <laughs> that might be true. Uh, Joe, what did you think about the game before you played it? Uh, I mean, I mostly had friends who were playing it. I was never really much of an FPS guy, but I heard that the multiplayer in this game was like more cops and robbers mission or like tactical kind of stuff than... You know, really like team based, and it sounded pretty cool. But I never took the dive, and uh, I'm now that I've played it, I'm I, I never got to play the multiplayer. But if uh, it was just a single player experience, I would have been pretty disappointed. So I played a bit of the multiplayer in between chapters of the game because I cannot stand the narrative of the story for fucking uh, long periods of time. Uh, so I was like, I really love Battlefield like multiplayer. Let's try it out, and it's not like it's still like the same battlefield type antics like you can put uh c4 on a teammate's motorbike and like send them off a ramp and then detonate it and it just like rocket sends them to the moon uh <laughs> it's not it's just like running gun uh shooter stuff it's not really it's nothing um, special yeah it's nothing special it's nothing tactical like rainbow six or anything like that it's just a regular old battlefield multiplayer yeah and my experience with this game is i bought i have uh, every battlefield game except for battlefield v and this one uh because i thought 
even as like a a weird chud guy i kind of thought it was you know weird to shoot your own sovereign or your own sovereign citizens we'll talk about that but your own citizens in a video game right yeah i thought it was i thought it was fine to go shoot other people like russians or whatever but it's like oh we're shooting americans in an airport (laughs) hey no russians but i kind of thought this game was weird when it came out i was like who is this for and I still do not know. I also do not know who this game was for. It's fucking insane. I guess for me, apparently. Because <laughs> I had a pretty good time with it. To be yeah. <laughs> I had like a shockingly good time with this game. Mostly because like, we were so this is fun. one of those games that is really, really fun to like not do what you're supposed to do in. Like, it sets you up for these scenes where it's clearly, like, you're clearly supposed to have this crazy shootout. And if you just run around like tasing everybody and arresting them instead, like, it's just... <laughs> It's just the, the comedic timing in this game is fucking unreal. It's so you, good. You 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 should really play the Deus Ex games. Like, uh, there's a button. There's a dedicated button to just throw like a shell casing at someone. And my favorite thing to do was just to like hop out from behind cover and then throw a shell casing at someone and then tase them. And it fucking just every single time it's funny. It never stopped. It stopped being funny after the 80th time. As someone who was watching it. But <laughs> all right, let's get into talking about the game. Woo woo! The sound of propaganda. Battlefield Hardline is a video game doing its best cop action movie impersonation, for better and worse, while doing its best to toe the line of questioning the corruptions of the actions of the police. All questions come second to the plot, which hand waves away any moral conundrums you could face while cruising through sectioned off areas of the projects and Tracking down guys you are told are bad for the sake of the current battle in an ongoing drug war taking place in Miami. As the mystery behind who is involved unravels, Mendoza's quest for justice goes from moral to personal. Hardline emboldens the tale as old as time. There is no motivator quite like revenge, even in the face of what you considered good in the first place. Right. This game is fucking wild in terms of like the plot that actually happens from the beginning to the end before we get going too far i kind of want to talk a little bit about copaganda and what it is and what it does and some examples of it i think we should definitely have a definition yeah copaganda is kind of like uh you know it's television shows that serve to humanize the struggles of the police or like uh, portray them as righteous defenders of the law or whatever um make them the protagonists of their own little world and if it does portray there's kind of a bunch of different flavors if it does portray the system as broken it's usually the cops are doing their best to work in with the uh, work within that broken system like brooklyn 99 and a lot of the time it can be used to legitimize forensics or less than or uh, less than legitimate forensics there's a really good citations need there's a couple of really good citations needed on prop uh so i won't go too into it but I think this game does a pretty good job of normalizing police violence <laughs> against oh just God. random fucking yeah. people. It's it is a uh, uh, pretty wild. It's the a fucking wild cop- ride. Propaganda's like biggest thing is like trying to normalize having your rights violated and paint it as like something that is not only normal but like good because like yeah, there's yeah, always yeah. a scene in the cop show where they like get evidence like without a warrant and they're like well this is you know this is what put this guy the hardest so you know it was worth it and then like they never talk about like the dude whose house they just broke into <laughs> that's it's like that kind of stuff it's like it's just it's like subtle 
like nudge towards like, well, really, these guys should just be able to do whatever they want because these dang rules keep getting in the way of keeping us safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think another like thing it does is it serves to like cement the role of the police, which is a relatively new cultural force as far as uh, you know their modern incarnation. Like especially American police, where you get their start in like slave patrols and uh, you know just mercantile protection rackets. Jack, you had something to say? Yeah, uh, well, so to add on to that, yeah, like the police in America is an institution that's less than, like it's younger than the country. Um, and uh, I was going to add on to like another section of propaganda where I think we're talking a lot about fiction propaganda, things like CSI and uh, the other Brooklyn Nine-Nine, NCIS, those kinds of shows. But there's a, another side of that um with shows like cops which i'm going to talk about later where they're reality tv shows and the insidious part of that is is that the police departments get to review that footage and they get to choose what airs and uh it almost always puts cops in this good light they don't show the bad they only show the good and like cops doing their jobs properly whether or not you agree with what they're doing or not um but it never shows the net the blatantly negative part of policing so the cops that you see on tv always do their jobs right so there must be mostly good cops and only a few bad cops that's what i think i'm trying to get at I would love to see the episode of Cops where they just follow like Mendoza around, right? He drives a monster <laughs> truck through like a civilian blockade. And he's just like punching random people. Well, it's back, so you know, might happen. <sighs> When's Hardline Two coming out? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right. So the first level is called Prologue because it's a prologue. Uh, I watched three of us. Or, or I watched Jack and uh, Jared play this level, and there's a lot going on. <laughs> Cage came down out of my attic to me just melting down over the beginning of this game. <laughs> he just kept saying over and over, whoop, whoop, it's the sound of the police. Oh, my God. And he just, like, took his phone out and started playing the song on repeat. So the the, the first loading screen music in this show is uh, Sound of the Police by KRS-One, which I... I'm almost certain is a song about killing the cops. But they just play the hook for the loading screen, which goes, whoop, whoop, it's the sound of the police. So the level begins, and it's a flashback, and you're Nick Mendoza, a former cop, and you're being taken to a prison on a prisoner bus. And this cop walks up to you, and he says, hey, you know how I know the system works? Because dirty fucking cops are in here. <laughs> which is funny, <laughs> really. <laughs> Because you're not a dirty cop. You're like the only good cop. Quote unquote. A cab. Let's let's a cab for cutie. I think we should uh, set up. Anytime any of us say "good cop," it's in heavy quotation marks. This entire episode. Yep. <laughs> There's an asterisk next to it. For me, yeah. uh, and the asterisk is hyperlinked to Chris Dorner. Nice. <laughs> All right. So the first level, you're raiding a hotel room because people are sitting in there, I guess, doing cocaine and playing cards. What a dream. Which I think is 
kind of funny because it's portrayed as like you're doing this like it's always portrayed like oh yeah you're doing the police work you're getting these drugs off the streets but it's like you know what is more effective to get drugs off the streets and like reduce gang violence legalizing fucking drugs or like actually having containments or uh what, what the fuck are those things called where they just let you do the drugs when you're crashing uh rehab centers right uh no they're like uh, uh, I mean, those are mostly for like uh heroin use and like opia uh opiates. Yeah. Um, but they're like needle centers. I think is what they're called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But basically, just like safe usage. Safe usage facilities. Centers, facilities. Yeah. But it's like the, the the default premise that this game is working on is that the police need to be going in and busting up drug rings when the fact that drugs are illegal are the only reason crimes ex- exists around it no i'm not saying legalize all drugs i'm just saying legalize all most of them i am saying legalize all drugs uh, jared you do not know enough about drugs to say that <laughs> just just let it happen just be cool everybody everyone just, be cool. just agree to be cool it's fine clearly you didn't fucking play bioshock also i feel like legalize it if you're not from. a poker drug that feels like the wrong game to be playing yeah i it just does not seem like the time you want to be having. You're just yelling, go fish, while you're playing poker. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you bust down the door. So anyway, what happens to these guys? You bust down the door. Uh, everyone picks up their gun. You hand, or No one picks up their gun. You handcuff two of them. You, the fun part, fun part of this level is you can shine your fucking light in everyone's faces, right? And just like indefinitely, just and just like harass them, and they're like, "Come on, pig, fuck off!" And then, as you're arresting the second one, a lady jumps out of the fucking bathroom with a shotgun, and shoots everyone, or shoots at everyone, including the two guys you just handcuffed. Then you pick up someone's wallet, and you're like, "Oh, I don't recognize this person." Some dude walks in the room with Cuban food, which is a callback to a bit they did earlier in the level that fucking sucked, and I hated it. But it, it's actually pretty good storytelling because it made me fucking hate Stoddard, who you're supposed to hate the whole game. <laughs> Your partner is Stoddard. He's kind of like a, that l- 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 loose cannon shithead cop, I guess. He's like the only white cop in the game also, which is kind of wild. Yeah. That's true. Miami. No, what's the other, the other guy that's not Stoddard? That the chief? Gets, no, that's not the chief, but he gets kind of like blown up. At the end of the... That's not a cop. That's a cocaine spoilers, dealer. Spoilers, like, in the tower. He's the guy who... Um, you talking Who's, about... like, doing the... That, that guy's a cocaine dealer, Jack. Oh. Uh, <laughs> or Joe. I, I huh? thought he was Joe. a... Hey, man, they're... they're the, the cops are cocaine dealers in this game, so, you know, it's easy True. to get it mixed up. Uh, what the fuck is that guy's name? Tyson. 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 That's right. Yeah, after the fucking white collar, the white collar criminal. Uh, yeah, yeah, who, who's never arrested. Anyways, you're chasing this dude out of the uh, room, and he hops out the window at the end of the hallway, down like two flights of fucking or like two stories, and runs into your car or runs into his car and hops the curb, and it's, it just like hard cuts to you you fucking sliding across the dash of a cop car, and. That guy's gone. You're not catching that guy. There's no fucking way. 
It's so- well, so in the hard cut, it shows him driving away. So like the dude's car must not have started for like fucking five oh. minutes while they ran down the stairs of the hotel. It, it's so because it like shows him like drive away in that scene. And then it shows was just him whipping shitties in the parking lot waiting. Joe break the Tesla. Yeah, and then you Sorry. you you go through this fucking uh, this car chase sequence where the first thing that's said to you by your other cop is, "Hey, you've had pursuit training, right?" And you go, yeah, you know, minimize damage, maintain distance, don't try to kill anybody. And he goes, literally, fuck that bullshit. Bring this motherfucker down. And I think that's about how cops actually act. So that's pretty good. And then you cause probably hundreds of million of, or maybe hundreds of thousands, maybe not millions of dollars in property damage during this case, uh, during this chase. The dude flips like 40 fucking times in his car and you pull him out. Uh, by his neck after a car crash and slam him <laughs> oh yeah i love that part. slam him into the fucking back of the car that he's in while you're arresting him and you only read him his first miranda right and then you call him like a pussy fucker or something it's pretty good you have the right to remain silent i think yeah and he goes oh yeah you'll you you ain't got shit on me which is true <laughs> cuz he like literally just showed up with human food and they were like we have to kill this man right now. <laughs> Dude could have been a delivery driver. <laughs> Uber Eats showed up and they're just like this guy's going fucking down right now. Uh, Shoot him. So, overall, how did we feel about the prologue? I mean, it's bad. It's bad. It's, right? it's, it's bad. Rough. The driving in this game sucks ass. It's fucking horrible. Oh man. <laughs> it's really bad. No one likes vehicle segments but me. It's very funny. I enjoyed the. I, I only failed the the chasing once, and I'm glad I did, because it made me think that every loading screen in this fucking game was gonna play "Sound of the Police," <laughs> which it doesn't. It's just the first thank one. fucking god. But I was melting the fuck down. <laughs> it was this. so good. It was so perfect to watch. I was fucking freaking out, man. I was. I couldn't believe I was about to play this fucking game. I think the big thing to talk about in the first level is like how violent all the arrest animations are like you just take these dudes hands and fucking jerk them behind their backs and slam them to the ground face first and it's like yeah fuck you criminal idiots it's all very fucked up it's the same animation every single situation and like i love when you arrest somebody and it clips through stuff (laughs) cracks me up every time (laughs) thinking about doing it and it not clipping and you just like arrest them on a staircase and fucking blast them on it also when you arrest someone um and like leave them somewhere they just immediately get little z's above their head like they're sleeping <laughs> Which is cute. and that's not a joke that's actually in the game they're just taking a long nap after you yeah, arrest them. they just stay there yeah and you have not bound their feet in any way <laughs> they can literally or their mouths like you go through these games in a stealth portion it's like you just knock like they just fall asleep instead of like screaming and warning their friends oh yeah i never even fucking thought about that yeah oh this game man it's such garbage. It's not great. Do we have anything more to talk about about the prologue? Uh, I would just like to say that I like Cuban food. Yeah. Wh- Especially in Miami. Anyone who doesn't like Cuban food in Miami is a fucking clown. Yeah, it's Otter does this whole thing. like, Oh, you're eating like rice and lentils, bitch. And it's like, uh, rice and lentils own, you dipshit. You stupid motherfucker. Also, he's like, he's talking to a Cuban guy and he's like, what was like, what Cuban food? He's like, you mean like rice and beans? Man, like this is America. You can eat real food here. And he's like, bro, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm Cuban. <sighs> All right. So the second level, back to school, uh, which 
takes place in the projects and a school, an elementary school that has been taken over by uh, criminals selling cocaine. Uh, this level, you know, like they do that thing the criminals do, where they move into derelict elementary schools and just live there. It's weird because they explicitly go, "Yeah, this cocaine that's injectable is like better than actual cocaine, and they can charge more for hot shot." And it's like, okay, well, I don't know anyone who sells cocaine who lives in a fucking broken down school, man. Like, yeah, you can you can pay rent on cocaine, man. (laughs) <laughs> also, I can't imagine shooting cocaine. No. I've done a lot of cocaine. No. Uh, it's, it's, it's I can't. Uh, it sounds awful. This is not it's admissible so- as evidence. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this podcast is uh, fictional parody podcast. purposes only. Parody purposes yeah. only. It, yeah. No, I can't. No. Mm-hmm. No. It sounds awful. It sounds like Why your you fucking whole body would go numb. into it? It's fucking insane. Yeah, it's it's a worse way to do a drug. Well, what if you have a cold? Do you ever fucking think about that? <laughs> if I have a cold, I don't want to fucking do cocaine. I do. It'll feel better. Right the fuck out. You'll feel so much better. It's like all going to get stuck in there, dude. It's going to get stuck. Anyways, this. Not admissible as evidence in a court of law. Uh, Parody yeah. non-actionable. Haha, <laughs> in Minecraft. Okay. Um, yeah, you can do cocaine in Minecraft. Minecraft. You can. So, do you start this level uh, like driving through these projects? Well, there's a there's, with uh, your new partner, right? Yeah, but there's a cutscene before that where you're assigned the partner, and I just want to touch on that real quick because your new partner Kai goes, uh, with all due respect, his last operation was a total clusterfuck, and your guy looks just totally incredulous that you rolling a fucking car, killing five people. And then, you know, not treating someone with first aid who just fucking, like, got in a horrific car crash is considered a clusterfuck. He just has this look on his face like, how dare this bitch? And I thought that was very funny. Like, it's portrayed as unreasonable that you would call out another cop for killing people and causing property damage. I do think it's really uh, wild as you're like, you know, this whole scene since it's the first actual level of the game, it's like exposition to learn about Mendoza. Mm-hmm. And Kai is just kind of like, oh yeah, you have experience growing up in the projects in Cuba, don't you? Well, he moved into the projects <laughs> after he left Cuba. Ah, okay. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, but this place looks way different. But basically, like, to underline that Mendoza is a guy who has experienced like a tough like upbringing for the most part and decided to uh parlay that into becoming a cop like oh i need to be part of the you know be the change you want to see mm-hmm. do that by being a cop which 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 i'd like to say is like a real uh like thing in minority communities in um bigger cities is that they they look to try and be yeah the change that you want to see in the system like uh, I think they bring it up a lot in Brooklyn Nine Nine, uh, where uh, what's um, Rosa? Not Rosa. Uh, the Terry? the the overly organized one. Um, Holy fuck! I feel so bad because I do not remember her name. I can't remember her name. Oh my god! 
Oh, Santiago. Uh, Santiago. There you go. Santiago. Thank you, Joe. God, I felt like such a. Um, it's like a really big deal in her family to become a police officer, um, mm-hmm. so that they can like uh try to be that change. That's a great point, and like I think that that winds up being kind of the motivator for like a lot of the characters in the game. I think you get that a little from Kai too, and mm-hmm. well, and and she's the only woman in the game too, so she's like double. Uh, God, she really is double tokenized almost just like oh she's gotta you know she's a two two for one but uh you're driving around with kai you have some expo ex what's the fucking word expo exposition ex- expository expository dialogue oh no both you were right too jack <laughs> um <laughs> but one of the things that said is uh nick your character uh nick fuentes no what is that not his? Oh, well, Nick Mendoza. My. It's not his name. It's Nick Mendoza. Nick Fuentes is someone completely and horribly different. My bad. So Jesus Christ. <laughs> we can we can cut this out. It's fine. So you, your on. character, okay. Nick Diaz, <laughs> MMA fighter, weed smoker, uh, says the line. Well, that's what we do. Talking to Kai, clean up this shit. <sighs> Which is imagine just having that level of lack like complete lack of empathy for another human being where you're like yeah these other people who i literally grew up in similar economic conditions with is they're just shit they're just garbage and the the (laughs) citizens of this neighborhood are definitely like portrayed pretty you know there's like oh they're portrayed domestic disputes and like a guy like a couple of guys in the corner that are like what the fuck are you looking at Mm-hmm. And there's a dude you know, just drinking it, wine in his yard. That guy rules. It's when the survival horror elements really start to creep into this game. I, I don't know. I felt I didn't feel like this was. I don't know. Every everyone in the honestly everyone in the project section, like every character that isn't a cop, kind of owns. Like the first guy you meet <laughs> is the windshield washer guy, and he comes up. He's like, "This dude's so good." He's like, "Oh, dude," because uh, I, I think this might be a racist joke, but it's really funny because he walks up and he's like, "Oh." And he sees that you're Cuban. He's like, I'm what you, I'm what you call a, a capitalist. Can you give me some money? <laughs> and Nick just like flips him off, and not not right now, but. And then like the next guy you meet is just benching in his fucking yard. He's like, you want to you want to spot me, cop? I'm just fucking with you, pig. My body is a temple, and it it rules. Uh... <laughs> the dude benching in his fucking driveway. Is my oh, that was amazing. I fucking love that. <laughs> that dude fucking rules. Uh, and then there's a guy drinking wine in his yard, and Kai tells him to bag it, and he's like, I don't have a bag. <laughs> so, no. Also, I'm on my own property. Fuck yeah. off. Uh, but you're driving around with Kai. You see uh, some beat cops arresting this dude on the back of the car. And uh, the guy that they're arresting says... Uh, I don't consent to this search, and the cop says it's probable cause, numbnuts. I don't need your consent. Uh, for those who don't know, probable cause is just like it's a requirement found in the Fourth Amendment that means that police have to have reasonable uh, basis for believing a crime may, crime may have been committed, right? But the thing is, if they just feel like a crime can be commi- has been committed, they can search you. <laughs> it's one of the most insane things. Like, 
so there is like some uh, uh, yeah i mean there is like some evidence needed like later like if they end up not finding anything and you were to take it to court and you're like what was probable cause then um usually those kinds of things are inadmissible in court mm-hmm. um and one of those big ones uh that's starting to change really slowly is like smells because a big thing that cops will do is if they pull you over they go oh i smell weed Mm -hmm. and it's like that's enough for them to search your car which is fucking insane um and that's becoming illegal in the united states slowly state by state but it's very slow and very absurd as someone with a pet skunk that's given me a lot of trouble (laughs) (laughs) he's just sitting that back there in the cage he sprays on command though so that's fucked up some cops days uh that's that wild. would be sick i really want that to happen now uh but yeah we don't but i guess the presupposition there is that most people are going to try and fight the fucking cops in court and i don't know if you guys have ever been in like the judicial system at all but it is such like a byzantine fucking nightmare to navigate that most people just fucking take plea deals it's it's wild like if you don't have the resources to fight legally you're not going to it's i mean set up to fuck you up that way in that it's like you have the right to an attorney but we're gonna give you the most swamped fucking overworked (laughs) dude Mm -hmm. to work your case and like and defending innocence is a lot harder than like prosecuting someone's guilt yeah and it seems up until recently in in Florida, where this game takes place, if you had $5 in your account, you were not eligible for a fucking public attorney. What? Yeah. You you had to pay... That cannot be real. That's real. Uh, I'm... Alright, I'm gonna not talk for like the next 10 minutes as I freak out. You can Google it. <laughs> um, some other lines... I have to go do some quick reading. Do you... Are you... Do you really? Or are you... No. Oh, okay. I'm gonna look it up, but I'll still talk and stuff. But I'm upset. All right. So you're crawling around. You're you're if you're in my case, uh, army crawling around the projects for a little bit. Jared fucking army <laughs> crawled through this whole section. It took so long. <laughs> it was really. Good. It was not. Um, it was really fucking good. officer snake. He's. I was on patrol. Uh, so you go with this dude and you arrest him and you're like, bro where is this crime man that I need to go talk to? And he's like, I don't know, dude. And you kind of just like yell at him for a few minutes. And then he tells you where to go. He's like, go to this school. And that's the spot. And then you just leave him laying on the sidewalk, arrested, like handcuffed to the, like, (laughs) and when you talk to like your, your partner's like, he's he's like, man, like that was kind of a lot. And she's just like, well, he probably tried to kill another undercover cop last year. So fuck him. Like, that's like an actual, like he probably tried to kill an undercover cop. It's like an emotional justification, which, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm not comfortable with the police uh, letting their personal feelings about people get in the way of doing their jobs. Even, but they're just people doing a job. Cage. Why can't you give them a break? Well, if a firefighter rolled up and was like, you know what? This dude porked my wife. I'm not fucking putting his house out. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I'd be like, hey, man, that's fucked up. Uh, yeah, you know, the, firefighter showed up, the firefighter showed up to my house and was like, hey, there's a fire in here. And then chopped down my front door. 
and then chopped down my inner door and then fucked up my house and then left and there was no fire, I'd be upset about that. Yeah. And that's what cops oh, do every day. Sprinkle a little cocaine on you. Um, they sprinkle a little, a little fire, fire in your, in your house. <laughs> it is light one of your garbage cans on fire. Yeah, you handcuff the dude, you leave him. The justification is that he's he might have tried to kill an undercover, which is funny because that means, like, uh, you know, cop vibes are just inherently more value- valuable, which is... it's It kind of shows you the us versus them mentality of cops i guess but it kind of also normalizes it um another couple lines they uh ask or uh nick goes yeah i was born in cuba or in havana and kai goes how did you get out <laughs> which is very funny to me uh i guess young know, castro wasn't a great dude but they do have a much better medical system and a lot of the, the shit in cuba works better than the u.s um Coronavirus. Corona. Um, yeah. Wait, isn't this where we meet Tap? You d- you haven't met Tap yet. I kind of want to. Bl- Who fucking rules? Tap does rule. Oh, we don't meet yet. No, I I want to talk about uh, how the reason you're sneaking into the projects is because the city has blocked off all but one entrance. Oh yeah. As a way to like, co- like consolidate this drug war area, they're like, oh, we believe that it's. You know, whoever is perpetrating this is in this area, so we better just lock it all off and uh, monitor everybody who's going in. Yeah, just dehumanize poor people. It's so fucking sick. This entire section is like a lesson in dehumanizing poor people. Like, they're portrayed as trashy and shitty and just fucking the source of their own problems. Because Nick got out, right? So everyone should be able to get out and become a cop or do whatever. But... Yeah. I love the idea that like all these people are having a really hard time and doing crimes in this part of the city. Let's make it so they can't leave. Then surely the crimes will stop. Well, I mean, it's not like there's not precedent for that in real life, too, right? Like you have overpasses being built through minority neighborhoods. You have like redlining, like controlling people's access to other areas of the city is a real thing. I mean, um, Jack, we, I was at your place, and I think we were talking about like how Israel built certain bridges too sh- uh, short so that buses couldn't get over them or under them, right? No, that was in New York. That was you and me. That was you and me? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, no. that's a good thing in New York. Yeah, we were talking about that when we were in Seattle. Okay, okay. But yeah, there, there's but precedent. Yeah, it's things. like a real thing where like it's like a form of hostile architecture. Uh, You sneak in to the fucking projects you knock out some random people as a cop like don't announce yourself just fucking stealth take down dishonored style these motherfuckers which is so wild listen if you're a cop you're allowed to just sneak up behind someone and sucker punch them and put them to sleep and just leave them and it's it's portrayed as like the right (laughs) thing to do right which is so wild well i mean if you didn't do that you wouldn't be able to go uh like interrogate a person who has not committed a crime yeah to find out where another criminal is so checkmate yeah sneak through the project knock out people and then you meet probably my favorite character in the game tap uh how do we all yeah tap fucking how do we all feel about tap boys yeah he's the bomb he's hilarious he calls a he calls your character nick fuentes no uh, sorry 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 he calls your character uh fidel castro i'm gonna start he calls your character nick mendoza fidel which it's pretty fucked up, but also kind of funny. I don't know how you can just tell by looking at someone they're Cuban. He must have superpowers. 
he really is just like this guy's got to be Cuban. I guess it is Miami. I mean, I guess it is Miami. <laughs> Thanks for saying. He's <laughs> just rolling the dice like statistically. It's all right. I... <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he's wrong, it's like, oh, I'm just a racist guy. But if he's right, he's like psychic, right? I mean, it's it's still racist. He's rolling the dice on saying the right, <laughs> right derogatory <laughs> racial thing to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Is it really racist if it's right? Okay, don't answer that. Do not acknowledge no. what I have just said in any way. Okay. Uh -huh. He's named Tap, which is short for Taps, which is the song they play at police funerals, and that's not a coincidence. All right. Uh, real quick, uh -huh. while we're here, Officer Down. All right, let's move on. Beautiful. And then you um, convince Tap to, you know snitch on his buddy by searching him with probable cause again and finding some cocaine on him. Why do you get to search Tap, actually? That's so wild. Yeah, he's just like, you kind of just infiltrate this these projects to pick him up and I don't know, like, I, don't you, like, threaten him? Yeah. Uh, like, hey, we have, we have stuff that could put you away. So just work with us and Help us get your pal. Yeah. Maybe he's a CI? Yeah, well, now he is. <laughs> well, yeah, now he is. Uh, from this point on. I, no, I think I think he he says this is his first time snitching in the next section. Oh, okay. But the next section, you, uh, you're watching Tap from a rooftop with some straight-up 1984 scanner technology. Uh, yeah, this was my least favorite mechanic in the game i think was the scanner oh it was i mean it it was like really good and that you just pulled it out and it if you could see people they were marked on your hud forever but yeah it was really annoying to have to keep pulling out it was creepy because it would like download people's faces and tell you if they had a warrant yeah, uh, this introduces the warrant mechanic, which is great because it's just like a thing where if you look at somebody and they, like you're supposed to arrest them to get extra cop points to unlock like new guns. Also known as CP. Can't say it like that. <laughs> and, Jesus. And uh, it's a thing that becomes very funny later after like the middle of the game twist. Yeah. Because like it's just it's really good. I love the system where it's like oh this guy's got a warrant out and i'm in the middle of doing this thing but i am gonna stop and tase him really quick so i can take him in later i guess yeah it's they didn't really explain what happens to all the guys that you just like tase they go through the united states judicial judicial system and they come out on the other side better people because that's how the system works man just saying that made me want to fucking strap a gun to a drone and fly it to your house jack shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, Tap goes in. He talks to this guy, Tyson, who's like the main cocaine dealer or distributor. And then he's like an accountant, I think. He's literally an accountant. He's like, I do spreadsheets, bro. Uh, some other gang people roll up and shoot everyone in that building except for Tap, presumably. Uh, he like escapes out the back or something. Yeah. He's busy drinking cocaine somewhere. It's not a big deal. Uh, I just want to talk about the portrayal of this, like, this this building that in real life would definitely be condemned, right? Like, this is an unlivable yeah. building. 
but it's kind of, it's a it's an elementary school why would it be well it's an elementary school where the walls are broken down there's just trash and shit everywhere and this is like the portrayal you get of poor neighborhoods is like oh it's a literal this is some bombs over Baghdad shit you know it's un like yeah, yeah. It, it's just like it portrays a poor school the same way you would portray like a school you shelled the shit out of in modern warfare 2 or something you know I mean, it's probably a battlefield asset. Yeah, it is probably a reused battlefield asset. That's true. These guys roll up. You scan them. Uh, I watched Jared repeatedly tase everyone in this building. Uh, one thing that I thought Jared, <laughs> this this is this is sort of probably the funniest fucking mo- thing that ever happened in this game, and that's Jared finds the shotgun on this level, right? And he walks up to someone, and he verbally outside of the game says, "Freeze." And then he waits for him to notice him, and he just blows him away with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> I was cry laughing. He's freeze, <laughs> like no time to respond. The way that he, yeah, like we <laughs> was that this level? Yeah. Or was that? That yeah, might have been one of it. Doesn't matter, but it might have been later. But it was just like the way he like like did a flip, like ragdolling. Like I just I had to pause the game. And cry laugh for like five entire minutes. Oh, it was, it was... fucking. <laughs> uh, anyways, you find uh, Tyson. It turns out he's meeting with Tap over a computer, and then you f- trace the IP address and location using a dongle. And then you go find Tyson, and you the first thing you tell him is, "Hey, we're not here to arrest you." After you've arrested like so many like blue collar drug dealers, and you like do, you're like, "Okay, we're gonna help the white collar criminal." <laughs> Because he has... You've either arrested them or fucking murdered the shit out of them. Yeah. It is... Oh, we forgot a really important detail about this level, which is that Run the Jewels is playing for part of it. Like, it's just in the background out of, like, a stereo. Yeah, well, you're in the school. They're, like, all patrolling to Run the Jewels, which is lit. proof that the criminals are the bomb. Yeah. Yeah, like, if they're, if you need any greater evidence that you are on the wrong side. What What track is playing? Is it... I can't remember. Isn't it Blockbuster Night Part Two, or is no, it? No, no, uh... no, it's a. Uh... It's not important. It's, it's from, from it's from RTJ Two. I thought it was from RTJ Three. Yeah, oh, is it from Two? Okay. Yeah. Because this game came out in 2015, so. Yeah, RTJ Three yeah. didn't come out until 2016. Uh, yeah. So you go to this dude's mansion, and we have a friends too. Who convinced uh, Joe? No, 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 no. That's not how it happened. Uh, we you were, we were got a message from Tori, who no, was no, no. like, "Did I?" Yeah, and you sent it to us, where it was like a cutout of a tweet that Sue made about Hardline, and Tori's like, "You guys should do Hardline." And I mean, it was a joke, but then I was like, "Actually, guys, we should do Hardline. I think that would be a great idea." Because none of us have played it. It's Regardless the, it's the first of game that all, all, for all of us, it's a new experience. So yeah, yeah. And uh, I apologize now because <laughs> <laughs> as you should. But yeah, um, our our friend Stu basically said this this game is survival horror, which is intriguing if it's a game about cops, right? Well, uh, and I disagree it has with survival that. horror elements. I I disagree with that uh, diagnosis wholeheartedly, except for this part. Where criminals are just like flooding through the doors and crashing their vehicles through the fucking walls and shit, <laughs> and it's like very poorly lit, 
and you're just like you have to make sure you're applying pressure to Kai who just got shot. It's very scary oh, yeah, and it, it's very dehumanizing rule, too. Yeah, it rules. Yeah, they're like I love dehumanizing poor people, Jared. You want to get some tea later or something? Talk about it. Yeah, that would be great, actually. Um, I died like four times on the part where you defend Kai because I didn't realize you could actually aim down sights. Yeah, <laughs> that was really. Fun. <laughs> and you have to hold forward the whole time, like to apply pressure, which is just one of those. This is a peak era in gaming with like the press F to pay respects. Oh, we you should just have play to that. do buttons and motions to do dumb shit that you shouldn't have to pay attention to in the first place. Yeah, and then you uh, kill a bunch of criminals who are behaving almost exactly like crazed zombies for crime. Which is kind of funny, honestly. Uh, and then it exploded. And then you move on to episode two, which is checking out at the hotel. There's a lot to talk about in this level. Um, this one's pretty short, though, right? Like compared to that one, I feel like. Yeah, the the level. Yeah, that first, that like first actual level is long as hell. I remember. It felt like a marathon. Both Jared and I, I don't know if I watched Jack play this part, but Jared and I were both like, uh, "Holy fuck, this level's still going!" When we got to the the Tyson's mansion. Yeah. Yeah, I had the same exact feeling. Hey, what level is this? I feel like it's, I've purged a lot of this game. <laughs> so it's really forgettable because it's just like you show up at a hotel and then shoot a bunch of guys. I don't really remember like what happens when you first get there, but you just well, shoot a bunch of people at this hotel. Oh. And then you go into a monster. This is the monster truck level where you get in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's definitely just like a cutscene of police brutality. We'll get to that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it starts off, you're supposed to meet up with this criminal informant, uh, Leo Stingray Ray, which probably the worst nickname I can think of, actually. Uh, and he's like, What the fuck are you guys doing here? I want uh, your boss, you know, the police commissioner. And he walks away, and Kai kind of makes a lunge for him. And then creates this Mexican standoff position where, like, your choices are, oh, we're going to straight up murder these people or we're going to get straight up murdered, which is a position that cops force themselves into a lot, I guess, or something. Uh, luckily, that moral conundrum is solved by some other dudes opening fire on you. Leo takes off and you chase him through the motel room or the hotel. Um... Yeah, you Cut just... to destroying an entire hotel in like a hail of gunfire, or army crawling around throwing shell casings at people and tasing them. Depending Jared, on who is playing. This is like a fifteen-minute level. This was the longest level in the game to watch Jared play. It was fucking insane. It's so long. It, he just kept army crawling and tasering. Yeah, you know, like thinking back, I don't think this level is all that long. I think the way Jared played it made it really long. Yeah. This level was this was really short, but it did take me longer than it should have. It took it took us like forty <laughs> fucking minutes, man. I think we went through like two beers each during this. Level. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> really <laughs> drunk by the end of this level. You chase this guy, uh, you you get to him and you walk in on this scene of Kai just fucking beating the shit your partner beating the shit out of this criminal informant with a fucking trash can. And all you have to say about it is like, hey, do we have time for this right now? There's people shooting at us. Not like, hey, it's morally wrong to beat people from a position of power. 
at no point does he raise any issue with her hitting the dude just like that she's doing it just the timing yeah i'm pretty sure they're like at the end of the level he's like what the fuck was that back there and she's like whatever and that's all that they say he's like so what was all that about and she's like are we gonna have a problem and and he says like we're gonna have an internal affairs problem if you're not careful so he's at no point is he like, oh, you hitting these people is wrong because hitting people is wrong for no reason when you're like, have their life in your hands. It is the, the issue is purely like you could get us in trouble for doing this. Think about the paperwork. This game does a really good job of demonizing internal affairs like multiple times throughout the game. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Who could be more evil than the people who try to stop cops from doing things that they want? Tell me that. Yeah. Uh, cops. Well, I'm just gonna say so, this real quick. Uh, once more in time, officer down. Um, officer down. Have we talked? I cut out there for a bit. Did we talk about the uh, monster truck section yet? Oh God, no, we didn't get to that. So right after you um finish watching your partner beat this dude's ass, and then steal his like documents off of his computer, I think without a warrant or something. You, you steal like a suitcase from him. Oh, that's what it is. Okay. Um, so, so he tries to escape or someone does and so you run out to the lobby and climb into a big monster truck that somebody parked there it's not like yours or anything you just take it it's it's, it's the people who are shooting at you yeah you're allowed to just steal the truck it's fine and then you crash their truck through multiple incoming vehicles uh, a bunch of construction when you drive into a car they just explode which is fucking excellent um so you probably like in this like you don't have a choice but to kill like at least a few people in this part so like you're looking at a bare minimum like a dozen casualties uh oh and like hundreds of thousand dollars of property damage again oh oh for sure like you just it's so good because you're just like ah police i'm in a monster truck an unmarked vehicle that does not belong to the state i'm gonna kill a bunch of people with this and crash through a bunch of buildings you know what is very funny is that uh i don't know uh where I'm from, or where I spend a lot of time in, uh, like, Lethbridge, uh, Alberta and shit, cops are, like, known for posting up outside of construction zones to, like, fill their ticket warrant or their ticket quotas with people speeding through the construction zones. You straight up, like, bull through a fucking construction zone in this level. Like, you just mm-hmm. annihilate months of progress. And I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, after the level... After that part, you fucking drag this dude you beat the shit out of who's, like, barely walking out of the car. And then you, uh, you know, you you talk to your uh, chief, and he's like, hey, what the fuck happened? And you all lie and say he got hurt driving through the armored car. And it's just portrayed yeah, as, like, this, this thing that happens. It's really fucked up. Yeah, and I think that's the end of the level, right? Yeah, sure. and then, uh... I think so. Pretty sure. Well, I don't even remember what's in the briefcase. Yeah, I, I literally have no clue what's in the briefcase. Cocaine. Yeah, in needle form. Probably not. In needle form. Uh, should we take a quick break? Yeah, let's take a quick break. Well, I'm All sweating right, like a motherfucker, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the it's all the shootable cocaine. Real quick, I want to get I want to get this joke out of the way before the podcast starts. Jared, you know how you live like a monk, right? Yeah. I was thinking about ordering you the entire manga box set. Mong- manga, manga, manga. 
the entire manga box set uh, of Terraform Mars, so you just have to like have it in your room because you don't have any like shelves or anything. It's 22 volumes. It's a lot of books. Be such a good bit to just have a stack of this one series that I don't even like that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, like... One time I bought five volumes of Yeah, well, man's got to do his laundry. See, you say that I've never done my fucking laundry. You just go to Walmart I and buy that new underwear? I factually true. Okay, you guys didn't need to be so hurtful when you may continue. <laughs> 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 you brought it up. Uh-oh, it's time to bully K. 4 p.m. <laughs> Honey, it's 4 p.m. Time to officer down. Yes, please. God, I have to download. The fu- I'm gonna download the grunt birthday party noise right now. Every time I see that picture with the poppers, that's like the sound that plays. That's the not called. A- well, I guess it is called a popper. It's <laughs> a popper. Yeah. Uh... Uh... <laughs> Maybe explain this one in the signal chat, boys. Uh, the next anyway. level is called Gator Bait, which is dangerously close, as you're aware, to masturbate. I mean, you... <laughs> oh, is that the joke? No. I don't. No, that's not the joke, Jack. Uh-oh. That's just something <laughs> uh, This level is pretty, pretty boring. Uh, there's not a lot to talk about in it. You just kind of make your way through a bayou, arresting people or killing people and like marking bales of cocaine. And when you mark a bale of cocaine, it gets this big blinking green thing on it. And they're like, yeah, there's our tracker. I don't know about you, but if I was... They'll never notice. Yeah, I I would notice, right? Uh, The most fucked up part about this level... There's two fucked up things in this level. The first one is that you don't get to use a sawed-off shotgun in it, even though you're flying around in a fan boat in a swamp. And the second thing is that there are gators that you can meet, and it doesn't let you tase them, because I tried. He tried a lot. (laughs) He tried a lot. You can't run them over with a boat either. Well, none of those gators have any any warrants out for their arrest, so no need to tase them. Gator, more like can't arrest gators. Zero gator. out of ten. Am I right, boys? I barely knew her. Gator, fuck. <laughs> uh, before this level starts, during like the opening cutscene, uh, Dawes calls the Everglades. Uh, what does he call it? That toxic swamp of a national park. Yeah, it's like, come on, bro. It's a fun- <laughs> like, what's wrong with the Everglades? Yeah, it's a swamp, but like, it's important. Uh, one line of dialogue that's kind of important cops. in this game or in this level is: word of advice, you want to get the on the captain's good side, take the gloves off from uh, Kai to you, the player character, which is like, oh, you want to. You want to impress the captain? Do illegal things as a police Violate officer. Violate some people's human rights. This is the level where she like asks if there's going to be a problem when you ask why she's like beating the fuck out of that guy. No, that was last level, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Last level is when she beats the fuck out of him, and this level is when she like talks to you about it in the boat. Oh, okay. Oh. oh. Okay. Um, one interesting thing in this level, and I think it's about the only thing. Is Kai's like, yeah, I stole this zipline and grappling hook from uh, the armory or whatever. 
And it's like, why do police company, a uh, police fucking whatever, have a zipline and a fucking grappling hook? Like, that's some vigilante shit, right? And then just illegally like, stealing just it? Steal them? Yeah. Well, because they didn't fucking need them. <laughs> so it can. have to do the paperwork. It's kind of one of those propaganda tropes where it's like, oh, we don't have the resources we need, so we need to, like, uh, you know, skimp here and there or, like, borrow from other units. And it's like, most police fucking, uh, what what's the word for precinct? Precinct. Uh, most police precincts are like insanely overfunded in America. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, that... they're like most cities like primary like budget. Yeah. Source like it's like where most yeah. of the city's money goes to. Yeah, and it's like the, this trope in propaganda where it's like, oh, the the police are underfunded and they can't do anything effectively. It's so insane and prevalent and it really drives me nuts it's important to keep the snack machines full of important and nice and healthy foods and that they can you know uh they get new cars all the time we gotta have new fresh cars they have to pay out millions in civil cases every time you shoot an unarmed (laughs) man in the back you know i mean let's not forget that like they also just make insane salaries as well oh that's a line i forgot to talk about uh, one second. Let me find it. I know it's in the doc. Uh, I just don't get undercover, or I just don't get, where is it? Where, where is it? Corrupt cops. cops. I just don't get it. Well, there's the garbage hours, the horrible salary, and then you have to be a cop. And it's like, uh, cops make good fucking money, man. Like, I mean, literally, like, the highest paid police, like, Police officer, since there's the city on that one, if you yeah, well, the highest paid police officer is makes like 400 something k a year. Yeah, it's Jesus even... Christ. Like you know what? I... Like with overtime and shit, it's insane. Like they make so much money. What's the lowest cop make? I don't know. Probably like I think 120 k is like the average. That's fucking insane. Yeah. 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 I, as someone who hasn't made over like 12k the past four years or so, it's fucking obscene. Um, and having a salary sounds crazy. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, imagine not being hourly. Gang, gang. Actually, <laughs> um, well, they get overtime. So are they? Does that mean they're hourly? It doesn't matter. Maybe, they make a lot. Of maybe money. that's part of their salary deal. I don't know. We'll have to. Do more research into that. But yeah, you basically uh There are cops out here making as much as doctors. Yeah, there are cops out here making much more than school teachers. I and I tell you what, school teachers might do a lot more to stop fucking crime than cops. Just saying. Or like better the fucking lives of people. Um So this level you basically find out there's a dirty detective in your unit but you you don't know who it is or something and then you trace it back to this guy Remy Neltz who's an anime voice actor uh find out it's him he drives away on a fucking the plot in this level is so messy I it just kind of like melts my brain to talk about but he drives away in his boat and then you go track him down uh, and try to arrest him this this level took so long because Jared and I were well in sauce by now and neither one of us could fucking aim and we couldn't taste shit anymore. <laughs> so the warehouse clearing yeah, this level. Is when, this is when the 12 gauge really started to shine all yeah. by itself. 
the the warehouse level was just us taking turns missing shots with the taser and the 12 gauge it was fucking insane um you go up there you start to arrest the guy and then stoddard your partner from the first mission comes in and shoots him in the head and goes i just saved your life and then he starts like paying out uh money from the guy's money pile yeah like divvying out this guy's money to you and kai Mm-hmm. Is this that same level? Yeah, it's a long yeah, fucking know. level. Jesus Christ! Also, of the first level where Mendoza you get naked. Mendoza is a good cop, and he Quote. doesn't take the money; throws it on the ground, and he says, "I'm a good boy, and I'm not doing that." And then he leaves. Mm-hmm. Which no one would do. That's a that's a <laughs> stack of fucking at least one hundred hundreds. I'm not good at math, but that's ten thousand dollars. You know what you can buy with ten thousand dollars? One two thousand twelve Kia Sportage. You can buy exactly five rounds of five five six right now with ten thousand dollars. <laughs> you could almost fill a magazine for ten grand. Oh, I forgot to tell this story. Quick uh quick story, not related to this at all, but I wanna tell you guys. We can cut this out. But I fucking, I ordered ammo on, uh, last week, right? And then I got a very concerning text from my mother last night. Like, she sounded very concerned. Like, she was like, hey, are you doing okay? Like, mentally, are you fine? And I looked at my delivery for the ammo, and I accidentally ordered it to my mother's house, and it was a thousand (laughs) rounds of ammunition. (laughs) And, uh... Hey, are you good, though? Are you cool? (laughs) she, She was like, hey you're not like a terrorist right and i was like not in the traditional <laughs> sense and you're like mom only by the strictest legal definition yeah yeah uh not actionable parody anyways i just wanted to tell you guys that story but i forgot uh <laughs> yeah uh, sato shoots this guy divvies out the money and then next level there's really not a lot going on here besides you figure the... out this daughter's dirty as fuck yeah, Sodder is a crime, and also Kai is a crime, and that's all you really know at the end of this one. Oh, Mendoza's a very good boy. Yeah. yeah. He's a good cop. Do we have anything on this level? Did anything stand out, or were all of our brains collectively slush by now? The only thing that stood out to me uh, was how shitty the boat was. The shit, the boat sucked. I just wish, I really wanted to see if you got a funny achievement for tasing the alligator and then you don't want so... I'm sorry. Can't have shit in Florida, dude. Uh, this, I think, was the first part where the absurdity of the, like, arrest mechanic came out. Because you can just, like, walk up behind people in this game and uh, flash your badge and tell them to freeze. And regardless of context, everyone will drop their weapon and put their hands up. And then you have to, like, keep a gun pointed at them to keep them from, like, drawing their sidearms or whatever other guns they have stowed away and start shooting at you. It's pretty wild. But, like, it's pretty insane that, like, a group of three people, you're like, hey, look, I'm a cop. You're out in the middle of nowhere. And they're like, oh, shit, the police are here. Whoop, whoop. (laughs) Like, also, like, you're out in the middle of a swamp and you see a bunch of dudes and then you just arrest the guy, handcuff him, and then leave him handcuffed in, like, the mud in a swamp. Like with gators. miles away from the city. With gators. Just to get eaten by alligators, I guess. Yeah, no one's coming for that dude. He's taking a little nap. Because you're, yeah. He's sleeping, though. That's fine. He's, he won't remember. The next level, uh, you're pulled into the commissioner, 
the fucking big guy's office, the chief or the commissioner or whatever the fuck. Captain. Captain. Uh, no. and you're told, yes. Oh, yeah. Taking the money was a test, right? Uh, Stoddard's dirty, and we're going to take him down. And uh, you go find this warehouse. You sneak into the warehouse. Uh, Stoddard says something very funny because it's also a grow house for marijuana. He says, I don't give a shit about your, your fucking weed. It's going to be legal in two years anyways. And this game was made in 2015. Uh, and oh. marijuana was still not legal in Florida, I don't believe, in 2017. I think it's medically legal, but... Anyway. Um, you, you find make evidence th- that Stoddard is doing big crimes, and then you explode the entire warehouse and destroy it. Um, and then you... There's also a hurricane coming in. We kind of forgot about that. But there's oh, a yeah. hurricane coming while all this is happening. Yeah. Uh... As soon as I heard, as soon as I figured out this level was a grow house, I was like, "Oh, they're gonna they're gonna light this building on fire, like a hundred percent." Like, yeah, what is that? That is definitely like every time you see a field of marijuana or anything like that, it's like, "Oh, that's gonna get lit on fire." Oh yeah, because you gotta. Yeah, that's what you do with pot. You you light it. Yeah. Uh, did that start with Far Cry 3? Or was that just like the popular... I mean, even before that, it no, was it's, like a trope. It's an old... Stuff. Okay. It happens in like Super Troopers. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Uh... It happens in... Um, what's that movie? Uh, without, without a Paddle, paddle. right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I knew, yep, yep. I knew that's exactly where my mind went to. What is Without a Paddle? You know what? Not important. We'll talk about it later. Uh, you burn down this building. Uh, you... Stoddard saves your life from a guy who's going to kill you, even though you're going to pull him in, which is weird on its own. But I guess he knows he has to frame you. Spoilers. You drive to where they're keeping the dirty cop cocaine money. Uh, you rescue Kai from criminals. This was the, I think this is the funniest section for arresting people, to be honest, because it's just like the middle of a hurricane, and you can sneak up to like <laughs> groups of three and arrest them and put them face down in like inch-thick water that's fucking rapidly filling up i don't know yeah, they, make, they make a point of showing this building getting destroyed around you and flooded and you just arrest people and leave them in the building <laughs> that is like coming down yeah those uh, dudes are definitely gonna drown you rescue kai uh with soldered you get out of the you, building you fight your way through an entire shopping mall full of criminals that are all like armed with AKs and shit just in the middle of miami during a hurricane doing something like it's not really clear why they're like oh they're trying to get the money that's stored in the anime place that's why oh yeah that's right it's like a little anime shop or like an... yeah because the guy uh the criminal started was working with was a uh, anime voice actor yeah it was a good i liked that part that was like a fun little bit of flavor yeah i like that um <laughs> it's like a little hint at what this game becomes i think what is that it's like here's like an anime voice actor and it's like why why is this in a game and then it's just a little taste of how crazy this fucking game gets in the second half yeah uh you get out of there you get out of there with stoddard you uh show the evidence to the captain that stoddard's dirty he destroys the evidence and they frame you as the guy who is working with the criminals to sell cocaine and that's the end of the first half of the game uh and where we'll end part one i guess Uh, i just want to take a moment to say officer down officer down Alright. Can we get a three, two, one? Do we have any more? Down? All of us? That'd be sick. Alright. Three, a what? two, one. Officer, Officer down. down. That was awful. <laughs> <laughs>
Well done, well done boys. boys. It's all right. That's the that's the wonder of video editing. Oh no, it isn't. That's not. There's definitely a lot of video to edit in this. Shut the fuck up, Jack. <laughs> um. So that's the first. So are there only eight levels in this game, really? There's, There's ten. ten. No, ten. it's like eleven if it, you count the prologue. Yeah, eleven if you count the prologue, and then mission five is kind of like prologue two. Because you don't really do a whole lot of combat. It's just like running through stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually Depending love that on how you do it. I guess we can talk about that yeah. in the next episode. I'm excited. See, this is where we're going to get into the, this whole first half of the game. Like, wasn't that fun to play. And also, like, was really boring. And the story sucked. And it talks about how cool cops are a lot. But the second half of this game. Second yeah, half I think we all came to, the, like, once we got to Mission 5 and beyond, we kind of turned... A little on the game and enjoyed it. At least I enjoyed it a little more. Kind of fucks, actually, if I'm being honest. So, how do we all feel about the first half, though, where you play as a cop? Like, as it far sucks. as like the messaging. It sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. What does it say? I mean, it just reinforces like every awful stereotype you have about police already, which is that they're like overly violent. They don't care about your rights. They don't care about the rules. They only care about furthering their own interests and like being allowed to exert force on other people and then like it's like all these ideas that people have like that you would think a game or any story about them would try to like curve by having like the main character be like you can't do this or like do anything about anything and then just like reinforces them for fucking five hours of game where it's like oh cops can do whatever they want and the only concern they should have is whether or not they're going to get caught by the fucking internal affairs you internal know. affairs who are the villains obviously the only thing lower than an internal affairs person is a an actual of... civilian yeah is <laughs> a civilian and like uh... i mean it's just it just immediately is like oh and this is crooked to the fucking highest level because the guy who is in charge of all these crooked cops is also a crooked cop yeah you're like literally the only good cop and, like, even you, like, knock people out and, like, do unwarranted search and see. Like, you're allowed to get the drop on dudes who have guns and just start shooting them with zero repercussions. Like, you can, like, oh, man, this is a drug deal. And you just open fire without saying a word. And, like, there's at no point does anyone in the game say, hey, what the that's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I definitely walked up behind uh, people at points. I was just like, what if I just walk up behind someone and just, like, cap them in the head? And the game does not give a fuck. You are allowed to just point, put a shotgun to the back of some criminal's head and pull the trigger. It's like, what the There's fuck? not even an internal system that, like, punishes you for this. Because you get cop points for arresting people with warrants or arresting other people or, like, doing stuff like, you know, quote-unquote, by the book. But there's absolutely nothing. Like, you don't lose points for just, like, shooting people for no reason or blowing them up or, like... You still get points, even. Just a smaller amount. Like, it, there's, at no point is there any, like, even, like, a gameplay indication that this is, like, you just, like, you're, you will get access to fewer guns to kill people with if you kill people with guns, which is wild. But you can also just pick up the only, like, non-pistol you, I used throughout the entire game, which AKM. was the AK-47. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, AKM. I used some so good fucking shotguns. The shotguns in this game are so fucking good. They're, but yeah, this, they feel so good. Yeah. This this game is just like the the whole first part of the game feels like a classic like 
80s copaganda flick, right? It just feels like, oh, the cops have to go above and beyond the law to catch these dangerous drug dealers. And the idea that a drug war is, like, a necessary precluded thing just, like, on policy is kind of fucked up, right? Where it's like, oh, we have to do this. We have to have this drug war instead of just legalizing no shit. Does the, does the game even paint? The game never even paints the, the game as being the the drug as being like dangerous. Like they never tell you anything about what it does. They're like it's cocaine, but you inject it. It's like well, cocaine's not a very dangerous drug. Which is just like, like... injecting <laughs> is just scarier than fucking snorting it, right? I mean, and that's it's why like it's portrayed it's that like... way. One hundred percent. Because it's hitting your, your blood, whole thing like, is instantly. supposed to be trying to like get these drugs off the streets, but they never give you like a single example of why that's like extra necessary or anything. Like, yeah, the, the only the because one drugs are bad is like, is like totally fine. He's just like kind of jumpy, but that's also because you beat the shit out of him, and also because you're a cop. Yeah, like it's it. There's never a, a, like a scene where it's like. Hey man, this is really dangerous. And it's being like pushed onto kids, or it's like being used in some like fucked up way. It's just like, oh, this drug is illegal, so we're gonna shoot all these guys for having it. Yeah, there's and not a moral good. good; it's just a legal good, right? Yeah, it's it's wild. Yeah. All right, I think that's all I gotta say about part one. Do we wanna let's get a sign off going then? Uh, thanks for listening yeah. to part one of the podcast. This was Dolphin Dive. Uh, part two will be on the criminal quote unquote. Uh, part of this game i am cage you can follow me on twitter at brown dogs are cool 42 i'm jack you can follow me on twitter at the underscore peppa jack i'm jared you can follow me on twitter at <laughs> dot com <laughs> <laughs> oh Joe. dude you can't say that bro fuck <laughs> that's that's the worst one uh, uh i'm joe and you can follow me at Lariato Joe on most social medias. You can find the pod on Twitter at Podcast Dolphin. You can find us on the Dolphin Dive Podcast Net- Network on Spotify or on uh, SoundCloud. And then you can look us up on Spotify, Dolphin Dive. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you in a week and a half. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.